Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Neon Nottingham podcast. Today I'm joined by local rapper Two-Tone as we discuss Nottingham, its music community and much more. Stay tuned in to hear our first section where Two-Tone discusses his involvement in Nottingham's music community. Sometimes it, it might even be the accent, you know what I mean? And it's, like I say, it's got all the potential, all the talent. It just needs a bit, a bit to be a bit more unified, I'd say. In... Let's get into it. Thanks for coming in, Two-Tone. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, all good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks no problem, me. thank you. You find your way here okay and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know what it's like, city centre, parking's a bit of an issue, but yeah. we got there in the end. Yeah, walked opposite ways. It took about <laughs> 10 minutes to find each other, but we got there. Quick spin around the block. <laughs> um, so to start off with, just talk me through what you think Nottingham's rap community is like and how it fits into the wider music community. Um, I think Nottingham is, is like, in where it's situated, like East Midlands, um, it's a, it's a hub of talent. Like there's so much potential and talent here, which I think at times can get overlooked just because it hasn't got no real industry, I would say. There's, there's people in there, you know, people doing some good work in their little pockets, but I don't think there's, um, sort of a collective industry where and a, a running order of things where people can go down you know direct channels to get their music you know showcased at times but um yeah it's it, the community i think people are starting to work together more you know like you just only have to go up to london i know it's a bigger city capital but the artists down there they're always constantly collaborating making remixes of you know if a tune does really well in nottingham then i'd like to see you know like four more of the headline artists, so to speak, jump on that tune and, and just really give it that push what it needs. Because when you're coming from a smaller city, you really do need, you know, other people to get involved to to maximise any exposure that you're going to have as a city and a, and, a, and to make a stronghold here, which, like I say, it's got all the potential, all the talent. It just needs a bit, a bit to be a bit more unified, I'd say. And, and also people picking up different positions because it's all right having loads of good artists and people who are creatively that way inclined, but then it's having the business aspect to it as well and covering that side, which I think, again, I'm starting to see some people taking those type of roles, which is promising and, and good for the, the, you know, the young artists coming up. You mentioned there, like, the kind of location. Do you think that's sometimes kind of a barrier in a way? Because, like, you know, to the northerners, we're southerners, to the southerners, we're northerners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sort of, we're sort of like in a catch twenty two, just in the middle, yeah. the midlands, the mid ground. At times, maybe, but with like you know, with with social media and these these things now, like it it shouldn't really be a barrier. Like music can get sent anywhere with a click of a button. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, maybe at times, like it, sometimes it, it might even be the accent. You know what I mean? And then you you notice now like Liverpool people are just starting to really take to that accent at the minute. There was a time when people really loved the Birmingham accent. Do you know what I mean? Some people might think that we sound like we're from Birmingham at times. I've had people, if I go to London and people are like, oh, you're from Birmingham? Like, no, I'm from Nottingham, do you know what I mean? So I think accent and sort of, yeah, our delivery can play a part in that. But it seems that every sort of, you know, base up and down the country has its, time of being the sort of flavour of the flavour of the year or flavour of the month or whatever you want to call it, do you know what I mean? So 
hopefully not in my exact time again soon. And yeah, we can just really um, capitalize on that. Music has my appreciation. It's what I do my reminiscing to. Stress alleviation. It's got to be the Lord's creation. From one song, you can get lots of interpretations. Here's a poetic demonstration. Music is reeks, reeks is music, and I'm blazing. With my love for the music, I chose the tattooist to scar musical notes on my left breast. Music is there from the start to the finish. Played at your funeral. Obviously, you've been involved in this community for over 15 years now, since you. You were the age of 15 as well. Obviously being involved in LRG, Lyric Rhythm and Grime. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, know, you've been in that community for a while now. Do you think it's something that's growing? Um, I definitely say it's, it's still growing. It's something that never stops and, and never stops evolving. Um, like you say, Lyrics, Rhymes and, and Grime back then, as it was, big shout out, Warico, you know, Vandal, Stardigger, Starman and Mars, who, who was a part of that collective. Starish Kai, you know what I mean? That was that was a good time. and uh, But like you say, that was grime then. So we've sort of seen a shift from grime and then sort of, you know, drills had its time. And I think everything has a season. Like with many things in life, it, it has a season and it will be there and, and be in the limelight. Um, and then something else will come along. Like someone will, uh, so people will knock heads and create a new sound. You know what I mean? Um, it's like a house sort of sound at the minute that's, starting to be you know um it's growing i'm seeing it growing you know in london it's been there for a while but not so much in nottingham yet so it's like things just filter down from london like grime did and like um drill has from you know chicago and it filters down from america at times through london through the midlands up north and 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 where you catch it sometimes determines how you know how much of an impact you can have on it before it's it's time to change the season again. You know what I mean? So I think it's still growing. It's still evolving. And while there's people who have rhythm and, you know, are in love with music, it will always, it will always have its place. And how do you manage that as an artist then? Like keeping up with the trends, making sure you're not late, hopping onto the trends. It's got to be difficult, hasn't it? With everything changing so much with social media nowadays as well. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I think I just sort of, move up my own pace and evolve at my own pace. Like, like you say, when I was, yeah, like, it was like, I was like 17, 18, around the times with grime and, and stuff like that. I I dabbled with it because that's, that's where my mind was at and that's what I was surrounded by. I think as I've started, started to grow over, over many years, like let's say over 15 years, sort of doing this, um, I think I've learned more to do things in my own time and just appreciate the space I'm in and know that although like grime will have its time and drill will have its time, there's certain things that constantly stay like classic UK sort of hip hop sounds and this, this tracks, you know, you know, some of the greats, Tupac, Big Air or Jay-Z or, you know, um, Kano, there's tr certain tracks what you could play now. And it's like, yo, I could still listen to that now. Like it's just been made based on like the content, the sound. There's some things that, have longevity, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? And I think as I've evolved, I've recognised my style and where I sit and my relevance will always be to an audience that is in line with where I'm at on a personal journey. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So the, the younger generation may not be able to relate to me as much now with, with the things that they're going through and what they're 
discussing on drill, but there will still be things within my music that they can relate to. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the same throughout. So I think, you know, I can cover more quarters as I've, as I've got more experience, you know, with writing and, and the content that I use. And it's a, it's a bit more universal and stuff that can withstand the test of time. And I think that's, you know, that's important to be able to, you know, do that and make, I'd like to say, timeless music. So I listen to even some of my songs and some of the people I've created with over the years. Some of it we made, you know, like eight years ago. It's still, still very, could be played now. And like, yo, that's happening now. Or, you know what I mean? That's still going on today. So that's how I kind of measure where I'm at and what feels good to me to still be delivering. So you kind of stick to your own sound then and what feels right for you, not the trends, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Not to say that I won't, you know, if, if something really, you know, what would you say, tickles my fancy, like I'm like, oh, you know what, I like that yeah. drill. I won't I won't rule anything out because how I approach a drill tune or or a grime tune or maybe some some opera, it is different to how, you know, the generic sound that you you might be accustomed to with that style. You know what I mean? So I think music is music, innit? Uh I was speaking to someone the other day and for me, I'm how I see it now, I've, I've recognised myself as more of an instrument and with any sound, with any beat, with any kind of production, if I it's, if it's compatible with my instrument, then I just have to find the pockets where I can go on that and the content without disturbing or interrupting those other sounds. If there's piano, if there's guitar, if there's, you know, if there's a, a kick and a snare, if there's drums, I just have to go and marry with that and... Mm-hmm. fit in a pocket where it's appealing and nice to listen to and in terms of that Nottingham community obviously there's still artists like Jar Digger who you mentioned who you worked with early on in your career and you still collaborate with now do you feel like a big part of something mm, yeah mo- mo- most definitely most definitely like um, to still be here like again 10-15 years on creating with someone you know who's who's family like Jar Digger, we've, we've come a long way. We've done so many things together, you know, been on tours, did, did like some big, big events and made some music that people still remember to this day, like I say, and will still play now and still pop up on, on taggers and certain things with the socials now. You know, we was making music before a time where the tagging and the socials and people could at you in a certain way with your music to show that, you know, this is what we're feeling now, which is good to see and, and amazing to still be a part of. I feel like honored to still be able to still be able to deliver and and be recognized for my art and I'm, and I know I know Jar with his war and his, and, and there's many others um across the city and and those coming up now and and doing going even a step further do you know what I mean and two and three steps further than and maybe it may seem that we went but everyone sort of runs a leg in something what's you know, evolving and growing. And everyone plays a part in each other's journey, especially when you're from the same city and you've, you've been in the same room and you've shared the same, you know, studios and ideas and mics and, and, and stories and, you know, trials and tribulations. It's, it's very like, the energy is, it's, it's a lot and it's deep at times, but it's, it's, it's all connected. It's sort of all one, but everyone's, you know, journey is personal. And, and slightly unique to them. So I feel like privileged to still be a part of it and, and to have been a part of it, yeah. And talk to me about like what the wider community means to you as well, because obviously 
you do your work at Basford United within football and uh, young talent as well there. Obviously, back in your LRG days, that was something, obviously the Forest logo was associated with that as well. It's always linked back to Nottingham. You've always seemed quite proud of that. Yeah, most, most definitely. Wow, some really interesting stuff there from Two-Tone, but don't go anywhere. We're just getting started. Remember to head over to www.neonnottingham.com to find more podcasts like this one. And make sure to keep listening to hear what's coming up. Big platforms have got to take more responsibility, I think, rather than it be the artist, because the artist is there to create. You know what some of the artists are talking about that they're doing nowadays? Half of them aren't doing it. But for now, we'll leave you with a pretty little thing featuring Kamal. That's a different type of thing. I got something in the whip. No, we ain't about to slip. They hate when you're all about the drip. Only time she give me lip is when it's all over the day. Now she all over the kid. Heard I'm cooler than the fridge. Who you fooling, man, a blitz? Yeah, we just cooling in the bits. Something cooler on my wrist. That's got you breathing through the tents. That's got me feeling like a prince. Now nah, fuck it, I'm a king. I'ma let you kiss a ring. I'ma let you kiss a ring. I'm, I'm glad you know about the LRG logo. Um, that was significant. And and Nottingham is like, like I say, even in terms of the accent and, you know, it's it's just something going back to that. When we was in our LRG, when we was first starting out, so Warico, like I shouted him out already, he was, you know, he was the one who brought that group together. And he was very like UK. You know, he's from London, but he's very UK. And then he was, he was very Nottingham, you know what I mean? So, and at times, some of us kind of sounded like we was from London. Just like rappers before us would kind of try and emulate American rappers and have that that twang, do you know what I mean? And, and sort of sound like them rather than really, you know, um, really... Maybe staying em- true to themselves, yeah, yeah. exactly. Staying true and embracing, embracing where you're from and embracing mm-hmm. the culture in the city that we're from and the sound and the style and the charisma and everything that goes with it. And that was a time when he said, nah, don't, don't, don't. like certain pronunciations of things. Yeah. Like he said, nah, cut that out. Let's, you know, maybe we talk like this on a day-to-day basis. This is what we sound like. Yeah. Like represent that and, 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 and live that. Do you know what I mean? And I think that stuck with us and it's very evident in our sound of our music now as we've matured and grown. Um, and yeah, like you say, the, the sport and working with young people, it does, it does, for me, it works hand in hand because I came up again at a time when, you know, the city was divided at times and, you know, there was a project called Unity, what, um, shout out Morris Samuels, who he put that together and it, it got people from the different areas and, you know, all the segregation, what was going on back then, um, playing in a team together against, you know, other teams. So the football has always been a, you know, I've played at a decent level and so it's always been a part of me. So music and football has just gone hand in hand. So over this over this course of time, I've seen how that has affected and benefited my life and kept me on a certain path and, and kept me away from certain things. You know, going to football on a Saturday means I'm not somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or being in the studio means I'm, you know, I'm occupied and I'm using my time creatively. And that's important. I'm seeing for the young people now coming up after me when I'm, in studio with with younger people, you know, and I'm seeing how engaged they are in the music and the writing. I, I get it, you know what I mean? Because because I, I kind of lived it, and the same with the football too. Giving back and sort of being the person, you know, that Morris and Addy and and, and certain Trevor was for me when I was 16, 17. 
it's yeah. important for me to now try and sort of, you know, play my part mm-hmm. with the knowledge and experience that I have. So Yeah, that's good. Um, so something I wanted to ask you about was um, within the rap scene, I'm not sure if it's the media overplaying it or something like that. But it's been quite heavily linked to like beef over the years. Would you say that's fair? And would you say it's the same in Nottingham as it is perceived to be in like London? Mm, it, it's a it's a good, good question. And one that I've heard, it's, it's a tricky one because I've got two sort of um, perceptions on it. And one is that, you know, music music definitely carries that energy. And if you listen to, you know, Bob Marley or Barry Salmon and it's like, feel good, feel good. It, like for me personally, I feel good. Yeah. And I feel in that type of mood that I just want to dance and rock away. Like they're the concepts of them tunes, you know what I'm saying? So when music is heavily filled with certain sounds and and certain content, then it will impact your feelings, uh, emotions, and uh, and I don't want to say it can your actions because ultimately you are your own person. But mm-hmm. I get with young minds, like when you take certain things on, and not even just young minds, because like I say, music is thought provoking and it makes people feel, and that's what it's meant to do. So there's no doubt that it 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 does have an impact and and plays a part for what people are listening to, then certain outcomes what surround that are linked for me. But on the flip side is that artists are, they're creatives. So a track at times is no different from like a a film. If you go to the movies and watch, you know, Saw, and it's gory and it's it's, it's a horror and you got someone like trying to cut off someone's arm or something, should the person who's going to watch that go out and, and try and cut yeah. off someone's arm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, because you're taking it as you're watching a film. Some people, again, it will affect people differently. Mm-hmm. Some people might have ideas of that after going to watch a film. Do you know what I mean? And that's the same with music. You can listen to a piece of music, depending on what type of mood you're in, it can provoke certain thoughts and feelings. And it's then just how you interpret that. But I don't think the listener has a clarity on that artists sometimes are just creatives. Mm-hmm. You you know that um, George Clooney is an actor. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's very clear that he's an actor and and he's and he's playing a role. You know, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. These, these actors, they're yeah, actors. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Denzel Washington. They're playing a role. So even if he's a gangster in a movie and he's he shot people like in American Gangster, you know that's not necessarily that. You know, it's a film. That you yeah. always hear that, and it's not it's not real even if those some of those events happen in real life. Um, and it's just that for me. People don't see artists as sometimes playing a role and they're, they're backed by big businesses who knows what sells and, yeah. and what, you know, what they're making money from. And whether that is having a positive or negative impact on society at times, you know what I mean? It's, sometimes it's bigger than the artist. It's bigger yeah. than, it's bigger than them. Um, so... so. Would you say sometimes maybe in certain areas of rap, the lifestyle that the artist perceives they have is fake a lot of the time? Yeah, it's fabricated. Fabricated. Yeah. Just... It's fabricated. Like they're, 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 at the, they're fronting, you know, a certain lifestyle. Some of, don't get me wrong. Some of them live, live the way they speak and yeah. have got the, you know, the materials and the accessories that they portray. But 
some of it is just fabricated. So, mm-hmm. and even even the content, you know, a lot of the content, if whether you know what some of the artists are talking about that they're doing nowadays, half of them aren't doing it. Maybe maybe half of them are. I don't yeah. know them. On yeah. a, I don't yeah. know all of them on a personal level. Do you know what I mean? And but neither does a listener. Yeah. So, I think it's it's harder for younger minds to make a to make a conscious you know decision on on what they're receiving and and how how true it is. Whereas older minds might be able to say, yeah, they're not really living like that, or you know, it's it's not a true reflection of of their reality. Yeah. Or it is things they talk on things what do happen in their communities and and you know certain scenarios, which again I don't think to a point should be sort of stumped because that's their creativity. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. a painter would paint, you know, could paint the craziest picture, but that's their creative mind and how they are going to express that. Yeah, like at the end of the day, it's someone's choice if they act on what they watch, what they hear, what they see. This is it. This is it. So would you say the media pushed the idea of grime beef too much? And it's not even the media sometimes. It's like politicians have tried to blame certain music for knife crime in London and stuff like that. Do you think that's pushed too much and blamed on the artist too much? Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe on the artist too much. Maybe yeah. on the artist too much because I, I don't want to go away from the fact that, like I say, it does impact people's, you know, emotions and feelings and, and, and certain things. But the artist just makes that music. The, the, the bigger industry is what pushes that out. And the, ra- the radio stations, it, like you hear certain things now on on mainstream radio stations that maybe you you like question, like, should we be hearing that at like two o'clock in the afternoon? Like I get after a certain time, maybe younger people have gone to bed if they yeah. have, do you know what I mean? But even what the, the young, young kids are hearing now on like the TikToks and there's, there's, there's loads of nights, like yeah. where they can get it from, it's just endless, do you know what yeah. I mean? But I do think there should be some restrictions on who can access certain types of music and, and where it should be played and on what platforms they 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 the big platforms have got to take more responsibility i think rather than it be the artist because the artist is there to create and that's their expression that's their experience at times and that's their surroundings and if that's what you're surrounded by you can only sort of you know create about what you've seen and yeah what you've experienced that that's me on a personal note as well and whether that is you know a lot of you know trauma and uh, and and death or it is about, you know, being in love and romance and dancing. It's two ends of the scale. But like I said, the artists can only put out what they kind of understand and know. Well, well, well. We're certainly not holding back in this one. A riveting conversation so far. Next, we discuss collaborations and nothing live music scene as we take it back home. Make sure to follow Two Tone and myself on Insta and Twitter with the links in the description. Next up, we've got Two Tones, Night and Day. Bringing face. No, it's not your piff, something's getting laced Wish I never used to skip, now we're pushing grades Maybe it's because we lit, why they throwing shade? Why you go for shame? Bet you're so ashamed Now you could never drift if you know your lane Think you're talking to a kid, now you know my age Now you know you're late, now you know I'm great Got me going ape, best you know your place I just got those dates, watch me on the stage uh, Gotta get it night and day, gotta get it out the mud Till they put me in my grave Son of slaves, son of Dave Obviously, you've worked as well with some big companies. You know, you've worked with Grime Daily, JDZ Media. Have you ever sort of felt that pressure at all? Um, 
the pressure to to like maybe produce something that isn't yours you know what i mean yeah like, okay yeah 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 most definitely there was a time when i'm thinking you know like is is it is my, is what i'm saying and I, I love i love some of my peers as well like yeah you need to go harder you need to like yeah and i'm and i get it like what harder in like what sense what and I, and I do at times, like even myself, I do, I do touch on certain topics that are like, you know, quite, and again, thought provoking and can be scared, might may seem scary to certain, certain listeners or certain people, depending on how they perceive it and how they receive it. But I don't know, more now, I, going through that stage where I did feel like, nah, like it's only the kind of, you know, music that's talking about this and X, Y, and Z drillings and spillings that is seems to be you know getting pushed like but i i was i was sort of wrong it's where my music was was sort of being placed mm -hmm. and knowing where the pockets again like when you even recording you in the pockets that you fit in and, and the demographics that you will appeal to for me get Dale is a great platform and and there's certain tracks that i make that will work on it but then there's certain tracks what wouldn't make no sense at all going on there and i've had to learn that because they've got certain subscribers of a certain age and and demographic that go there to listen to a certain kind of sound. You know what I mean? So someone who wants to listen to heavy metal yeah. is, is not going to go to Link Up TV. Do you know what I'm saying? They're going to, I don't know what the heavy metal yeah, channel no, is. No, but, I've got no clue. Yeah, that, yeah. But you know, if I was making heavy metal now, I really like, I need to find out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. my sound, I need to find out where it's placed and, and where I should be placing myself. But with, um, shout out management, Blanc management, since I've been under them for the past just over a year, do you know what I mean? They've sort of dealt with that side for me. Like, yeah, this is where your your thing fits, and this is what makes sense for you. And I, and I can see that, and I can just you know sit back and deal with the creative side. And bringing it back to that kind of community, obviously, recently you brought out your album Black and White that has a few collaborations, and your tracks before that you collaborate loads. Yeah, it's a massive part of what you do. Talk talk to me about collaborations. Yeah, I think I like to get, because I'm a very conceptual kind of artist. So in terms of concepts, so sometimes there might be only so much I can say on a, on a certain topic mm -hmm. before it needs somebody else to give their spin on it. And it, yeah. might, it might even, um, it might go against what I'm saying or it might, you know, back it up. So I think just adding that diversity and yeah, like, you know, Jaws featured on so so much of my work over the years, like I have with him. Peeps got me to follow dreams, and anytime we rap, more time the topics deep. My chocolate queen, mahogany for the sheets. The Coliseum together, we roam the streets. What you sow is what you reap. What you know is what you keep. I'll be strong and take the lead, yeah. My G, my G, you make a whole money start start racks. Yeah, my G, my G, my G, you know, featured with Scorcher. And Klasnikov um, on a track called Man Enough. That was that was years ago. But again, domestic violence came up. Going back to the point we were speaking about, we we made a track called Man Enough, like maybe like ten years ago now. Yeah. Scorcher and Kalashnikov um, was on that. Um, and Kamar. So yeah, that was ten years ago. And then just recently in the news and the media again, you know, there's been the past five six months. There's been you know incidents of domestic violence and you know rest of their souls people dying from domestic violence yeah. and, and like people started tagging me in that track again from 10 years ago and it's like the content and the lyrics and the bars like mean as much now as it did then and we still need this issue to 
to be highlighted now. Same as same as it was back then when we, you know, when we lost someone um, that was close to us. So again, that's that's how it works. But yeah, um, black and white. I got some, you know, even with producers and I collab with Max Denham on my up and coming projects. Another great DJ and a, a, a big producer. So yeah, it's it is important, you know, just to get be in a studio with different people and energies that are on the same sort of wave and and bring a different dynamic to what it is you're trying to achieve. And we'll come back to those uh, up-and-coming projects again. But just touching on what you said, it must feel great for you to know that also the music that you have brought out has resonated with people, that they're still thinking back to that. They hear something about, like you mentioned there, domestic violence. And for you to be able to create a piece on something as important as that, but not only that, for it to stick in someone's head for 10 years, that they hear something about domestic violence and they're then tagging you in it again. That's honestly priceless. Yeah, and makes me... I will always do musically what I feel anyway. That's how I work, but that just reinforces that mm-hmm. I'm 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 in the right space. You know what I'm saying? It reinforces that because once you you know release music and and put it out, it's it's still you know it's, it's you, but it belongs to the people now, and it's there how they see it and how they hear it and how they perceive it is them on a personal note. That belongs to them. Are they? whether they get ready and drink wine to it or whether they yeah. cry to it, it, it's their choice, you know what I mean? And that's what's beautiful about music. But yeah, when, they, when it comes back and you hear it, or it's, it just makes you, yeah, it's priceless. That's mm-hmm. why I've, I know this is something that, you know, I will do until the end of time. And about the collaborations as well, how do they work like from start to finish? And how, how do you actually make the track? That's quite interesting to me because I hear about a lot of people who never meet each other yeah. being like completely different countries even and will make a track. Yeah. But how does it work for you? Okay, so yeah, there's been, there's been all, all of those sort of scenarios. So we're from being in the studio from the start, from scratch, you know, producers there in person. And, you know, if you've got a singer, they're there in person. They start building the beat, you know, from the kick, you know what I mean? Yeah. From the start, from the jump. And and then you you just get to it. You just get to the, you know, I'm listening over, I'm listening over to it and then I might have an idea and I'll go in the booth and yeah, yeah. maybe put something down, put a few lines down and then, and then it just sort of kind of marinates like that. Um, the singer, you know, writes a, a chorus um, and then sometimes, you know, the concept either comes before concept usually comes before like how we're feeling what what's this about but then sometimes it will just be you know going in and say what say what feels right to what you're what you're hearing mm-hmm. the producer putting down so um and then there's been occasions like where i'll just send you know i'll record a verse at my studio and then send that over to like you say to london mm-hmm. just get sent on a mp3 wav like and then they get that and then they deal with that. You know what I mean? It gets mastered and then you get the finished product back. And vice versa, people have sent me verses or sent me choruses um, over and then, you know, my production team I work with will, will deal with it this end. So it can, 
you know, being in a room and creating, for me personally, that's how we used to do things early doors, is mm-hmm. much more of a vibe. Yeah. It's much more of a vibe, but with, you know, when you collaborating with artists who are from different countries like Germany, whatever, um, London even, sometimes getting people all in the same space is, is time consuming. And as you know, everyone having, you know, the weekend off to come to studio, it's not always going to marry. So being able to do that and send things over, send choruses over, ideas and things like that, just help you to work more efficiently and, and effectively, I think. But mm-hmm. whenever the opportunity arises where you can get in the studio and with a, with a few other creatives and, you know, people just vibing and holding a medi, even if they're not even going to be on the track, mm-hmm. it adds to Yeah. It adds to that, so. And... In terms of locally and more nationally, obviously recently you've been in London with Jay Littles, is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of the the local live music scene, are you involved in that a lot or you know what? Not local live scene again, I think Obviously it's taken a massive hit with COVID yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prior to it, yes, but I think Nottingham does need an injection of live and what I find as a as a rapper, and I'll just, I'll just be honest, I think there's a lot of like indie stuff, what goes on, um, you know, up and down Hockley and um, through the market square and, and little little spots. So some people, again, if you don't know that it's on and it's not your demographic, then you, you'll be oblivious. Mm-hmm. Even at times, you know, like big artists, like big artists, Kano or even some of the younger ones, dig that you know, drill artists will come and be supporting someone at um, you know, somewhere in town and you'll know nothing about it. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're not sort of in the loop. And that's people I know who are heavily involved in the scene as well. But again, there's just, sometimes there's a breakdown in in what's on and, and and who's involved. And then you've got like little pockets of people like, yeah, we just kinda wanna keep it for this. Yeah. And this sound. Um, but as you know, like the UK rap and um, the live music and the band and the indie stuff, when it when that's when that's brought together, like that's that's a vibe. It's a big vibe. Uh, anything you do have coming up as well, just uh, send me any links and I'll include it in the description. Anything like that? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But yeah, there's, you know, I've I've got quite a few things lined up now. We're coming out of COVID. COVID was a time for creators to create, I think. You yeah. know what I mean? It was kind of, yeah, it's lockdown and all this kind of kind of things going on, but it was a good time to create. And now as things start to open back up, we're, we're ready again, do you know what I mean? To get out there and touch touch stages, which which we have been doing. Jay Little's Big Him Up, we did Jazz Cafe in London, we did Lalo in London, we did Bunk mm-hmm. um, up there as well. So yeah, there's, there's, been, a, there's been some some nice some nice venues to touch. Yeah, and obviously earlier on in your career as well, you've performed alongside Jar Digger and DJ Vimto on BBC Introducing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how was that for you? Because that's got to be massive going to like Glastonbury and Big Weekender and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? Big got Vimto, you know. I hadn't seen him in a minute, but again, I, I sent him a couple of bits the other day and we stay in touch. And yeah, like again, performing with people, you know, you've known for your whole life on a stage as big as like, Glastonbury and um, the Radio One Weekender was was epic. I think at the time there wasn't as much um, coverage, like in terms of my 
social media and yeah. I know Jar's social media interaction back then. So you know if we if we was to do something like that now again, yeah, it it, it would be amplified times ten. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the experience again being there in person and the interaction with the crowd and the vibe and just the preparation and all of that again it's, it's, it's priceless. Do you know what I mean? So it's been it's been good and it and it's and it still is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just enjoying it and I'm looking forward to all that is to come musically and um, creatively for myself and and, and Nottingham and the, and the people mm-hmm. closest to me, yeah. And you mentioned Nottingham's music scene kind of needing a bit of an injection. What do you think, if things could change a bit, needs to change? And maybe if the listener now could do something, what would you maybe push them to do? Okay. Support, you know, it's because social media is a funny thing. You get so many people like just watching, like watching your stories or whatever, yeah. or watching watching this, watching that. And that, and that's fine because it's that's what it's, it's like a t- television for some people. Social media is a TV. You just, you know what I mean? Yeah. TV's kind of out the window unless I'm watching football. But um, but I'd say like, if someone's got an event, share it or attend if you can. Some of the events are free. I know you can't attend everyone or support it. Even if you can't attend, you ain't got no money, you can share it. You know what I'm saying? That's That's yeah. something you can do. It's easy. Like if I, and don't get me wrong, I know sometimes people might if someone asks me to share something I'll share it and some people think oh maybe I'm not relevant or I ain't got enough followers no one's not bothered if I share it or not but if you if you see it and you like it and you feel it then share it you know what I mean that's that's you doing enough for the artist as a listener I think mm-hmm. you know if you can't buy it fine you yeah. know what I mean you can do something that's 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 free just to support it as a city I think you know like I said there's more people starting to step into roles as managers and and A&Rs and, and booking agents. It, like, maybe look at that as if, if you're thinking about being a booking agent or a, or an A&R or a manage, music manager or, you know, there's a lot of artists and yeah. we, need, we still, you can never have enough art, artists. You can never have enough, but artists to people who are handling the business side and, and, and opening certain doors sometimes is, is out balanced, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the artists kind of need that. So if you are, you know, if that interests you in any way, like you love music, but you, you're not sure of how, what kind of angle you can take, even you doing this now, radio pre- presenting, there's, there's so many avenues and, and ways in which you can have an effect on the city and, and impact it. Podcasts, I know a lot of people are making podcasts at the minute and lo- through lockdown, that was a big thing. Um, yeah, just just get busy in, in whatever way you can, just utilise your kind of, kind of skill to to lift it up and get out there to events we can get out now do you know what I mean so if there's events on try and get out as much as you can and and and, and shout about it man shout about your people yeah. who, are, who are making good music and don't be afraid to you know show love and and to big people up because I often and this has gone on for years though like people sort of wait till you know someone's big before they start can start you know lifting them up and putting them on mm-hmm. a pedestal now but it's all right to do it to Drake, you know what I mean? We can scream and yeah. sing about Drake. I know he's, 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 you know, an international artist and, you know, the work he does is amazing. Um, so I'm not comparing anyone with Drake, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I do see certain people who will scream about, but it's on a personal note, certain people who will, like, shout out my thing, like, yo, feeling it. And then some people will, like, send me, like, a message directly and just yeah. say, yo, that's, I appreciate you telling me, but, 
tell someone else who hasn't heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Because I kind of know I'm comfortable with my work and what, what I do. Thank you. And I appreciate it. Honestly, I appreciate the it. But tell someone else that don't know about it. Because then you're going to add someone to the, you know, that person might be, you know, the booking agent or, yeah, you know what I mean? They yeah. might be at the next event or they might have a link to, you know, the next collab. And, yeah. it, and it sort of filters through that way. I guess it only takes one opportunity to change someone's life, doesn't it? In a way you, in a way you do know. You do yeah. know, I was going to say in a way you don't know, but in a way you do know. And that's, that's another thing what's like, got me like, you know, you can be like, oh, I've been doing this for a long time. I, regardless of doing it for however long it's you love it first you know what i mean yeah. so it's something that you love you don't you know you don't think about you know you can have frustrating times and think oh at times you can't be you know you're not as motivated as other times but it's something that you you never put down but it could also change massively in an instant with like a 16 bars or or one track that just resonates with you know the masses or even a even a even a little court of people yeah um so it is man and that's that's ex- it's exciting constantly exciting do you know what i mean if you if you're looking to give up if you're ready to give up then don't start yeah you know what i mean like that's it and i sometimes i don't don't realize that but yeah if you're ready to give up don't start and start if you're not ready to give up wow it's deep that uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> It just gets better and better. But stay tuned to find out what the future holds as we head back into the conversation. But for now, you can bless your ears with Rise and Shine. And make sure to head on over to www.neonnottingham.com where you can find more great quality journalism. I've got to take my dogs to nursery. Call the office, tell her mama get to work late. Might be a problem because I think it's like the third day. They don't understand my over plans and work rate Grab a coffee, I'm just trying to keep my nerves straight Have no options, had to get it out the dirt game But you know the opposition's always lurking God knows how I even made it to be 30 Lost my mother, still I miss her in the worst way How my dad is gone, but that wasn't my first grave No I don't need your sympathy, I know you've got your burdens Hold on, they won't always see you hurting Maybe I can work some magic on my Something that a lot of people listening will be wondering. Obviously, recently um, you've bought other tracks like Rise and Shine. Uh, yeah, you've done Spitfire on JDZ Media, the freestyle. Yeah, people will be wondering though, what's next for Two Tone? What's coming up? Okay, yeah, um, I'm excited about what's coming up. So I've got um, a single coming with Jay Littles. You know, we've been doing obviously a lot of shows together um, called Ninety Minutes. Um, produced by Lamb and it will be released by Blanc Management. Um, so yeah, that's that's coming up um, a date in June. Um, it also looks like it might have been picked up for sync by FIFA. Oh, no. Nice. It's FIFA 22, 23. So yeah, we're, we're, we're just excited about that. We're in the process of shooting the video. We've got a few scenes for it already. Nice. Um, and, it, and, it, and it hits. It's... It's hard, but it's, again, it's got that that style, sort of charisma and flow and and wordplay that you know people might be familiar with. And yeah, I, f- I think it will it, it will it will move people. I'm hoping it will move people. And and as well, because it's sort of it's a it's a motivational one as well. Summer's coming up. It it just fits in the, in the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it will get people you know engaged and and involved. That's what that's what we're looking at. What ninety minutes so. Yeah, that one's gonna be that one's gonna bang. Um and then my EP. 
EP's more or less finished now, just mm-hmm. in the final stages, mastering. Um, uh, I'm not going to put out the name for that yet. I've got the name, but I'm not going to put that out yeah. yet. Um, but that'll be, that'll look to be in, um, looking at August to drop that. And we'll have a listening party, which you'll be invited to prior. Let's go. Let's go. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> that'll be nice. Yeah. And then a few events along along the way, just, you know, networking events where yeah, I, yeah. I do with my, um, with another brand. So yeah, just, just really keeping it two-tone, man. And, yeah. and working and enjoying it. If the listeners are lucky, are they going to get any little previews? Uh, <laughs> if the listeners are lucky, the, the previews might come through you still. We, we spoke about it briefly. So, yeah, we, I, think, I think there can be some previews on the way still. There will be some previews on the way. And obviously we'll, we'll plug all the music links in the description for everything. Uh, two-turn socials as well. All it all be in the description. Yeah, man. You got you got to be buzzing for that, aren't you? The FIFA one, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like, you, like you mentioned in a way, like, one thing you know that one thing getting there could yeah it change can, it it change it change it changes things you know what i mean and there's a there's a again I, I said it's important to have people who know where your music can be placed and what pockets is it fits in you know what i mean so yeah that's important um and yeah there's there's some other bits around sync and film what we've had tracks that are looking like they're gonna go go that way so yeah all, all in good time i'm I'm guessing and nothing happens before it's time, but I'm definitely still just enjoying this journey and I'm I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me here, do you know what I mean? To speak about something that I'm so passionate about. And as as I'm sure you are yourself, do you know what I mean? That's why why we're here, that's why we're doing it. So Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we'll we'll leave everyone, including myself, excited for what's <laughs> to come. And uh thank you for your time, Two Tone. Oh, thank you, man. Thank, thank you. you. Cheers. Yes. Oh my god, that was great stuff there from Q-Tone. And thank you so much to him for coming in for a chat. We'll leave you with a little tune to get you ready for his new track 90 Minutes that comes out soon. Don't forget to check out the website and Q-Tone socials along with mine and all the song titles will be linked below. Thanks for listening. Take care of you. I told you I want you. Do you want me to? Forgive but don't forget. That's how we live with no regrets. Amnesia when it's lit, lit, lit I don't need no cigarettes, I got smoke for any set Heard you want a test, I ain't seen this nigga yet Dealt with bigger frets, I don't think I'll break a sweat You know you're at your depth, I just swam another length While you're at it taking steads, I know God will give me strength Got a couple gal on deck, they ain't even paying rent I know she wanna, that's the only time we spend Potion in my cup, that's my only kind of blend You know you're getting lonely when you only count in tens She wanna ride the pony, so I took her down to Skeg County lines, I heard you living on the edge your enterprise that was a criminal offense Yoga time, I heard the young'uns got a stretch 32 and now they're listening to wretch Six words never seem to have any effect It's not all about the bread, sometimes you gotta save your breath Never looking back, I ain't trying to break my neck, ooh Bounty life, put some rhythm on the head Riding shotgun in the bends, we just post the red Make a pussy quack while we're ducking from the feds Run the town, now the boy, them are trying to run the reg Draw me out, you must be dumb, I got the sketch Feeling kinda fresh, fresh, own from Marrakesh Reasoning with Tris, thinking bigger fish Nigga, how we getting rich if we never take the risk? I mean, how am I gonna sit if Nick never played the riff? Was just a kid and making music was my fix I threw the bucket, I mean the kitchen sink This kind of cutlery is fitting for a king They live in luxury, the throwovers and mink I lost my mom and I've been homeless ever since Thought it would solve it when I brought myself a crib 
That's how it gets, guess I was sold another myth Spent 31k, you should meet me for a drink Lauren Kofi got the morning show on rinse I hope she gets a chance to launder the machine It's not easy coming from the north when you ain't got the keys We don't fit into the ordinary scene Wrote about my sister life is but a dream You know the saying goes not all is what it seems Keep on pushing the agenda when we fall for quarantine This is your movie you can alter any scene I'm a believer but before that I'm a beast Shoot your shot I know that nothing's out of reach This might go over your head but the world is at your feet Won't you be my peace of mind if you 